Welcome back, Dodecadorks. We're the 12-sided guys. We have Matt playing Pine. Hi. Scott playing Roos. That's me. Sabrina playing Nari. Hey there. Jordan playing Richter. Good evening. Me, Paul, playing some music by my favorite composer, Nobuo Uematsu. And our special guest today, Sarah, playing with fire. No, no, wait. Sarah is playing with ice. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> 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 Hello. That was the, well, so I I felt like if I if I went under, like I think the undercut's almost funnier than if I went way over the top, you know? Like if I <laughs> if I let it drop, it's almost better. I think it's great. <laughs> almost. I think it's great. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us again as we go on another adventure. Chapter seven has just finished up and our characters have all reached level eleven. Make sure you join the Patreon so you can hear us talk about the level up in our most recent They Grow Up So Fast. Also, go check out our Discord and chat with us. Your ratings and reviews have also been super helpful, so thanks for those as well. But enough about that, because check it out. My cousin Bryson got in trouble and his mom gave away all of his video games, and I got this one. Dude, dude, no, it's awesome. Trust me. Get wrecked, Bryson! I know, seriously, that Bryson. My cousin, my cousin Bryson, too, because we're twins. He's always doing stuff like lighting things on fire and talking back, being a child. There is no Bryson. <laughs> there's no there's there's no Bryson. <laughs> Don't let this cute little bear thing with bat wings fool you. This game is badass. It uses mode seven graphics. Ooh. Let's see how far Bryson got by loading up his random saved game. By the way, we were toying with the idea of call, calling our guest players our side pieces because we're the 12-sided guys. <laughs> Would you be okay with that? Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, our side pieces. Uh, Nari and the boys. As has happened so many times before, you guys find yourself in this strange place. You don't know exactly how you got here, but you just know instinctively you are in this city, um, the city called South Figaro. And um, it's a city that's been occupied by uh, an empire from another continent that has come and is starting to take over land here on this continent. But you in South Figaro have been sneaking around and have managed to infiltrate this large house in the northwest corner of the city, I think. Anyway, the largest house in the city as you are trying to not only get out of South Figaro because the empire is onto you, but also you're trying to gather as much information as you can so that you can take that info and return to your headquarters, the headquarters of the Returners, a resistance organization fighting against this evil empire. And we join Nari and the boys as they bust into this room in this largest house. We have Richter and Pine, both dressed in military uniforms, one wearing green, one wearing brown. And we have uh, Nari and Roos, both dressed in kind of, I want to say, 
I always thought it kind of looked like a Han Solo vest <laughs> over a white shirt, but with like a black turban on. Yeah, the token merchant. Yes. <laughs> it kind of looked like the Hoth, the Hoth actually outfits from uh, Empire Strikes Back, I always thought. Yeah. Exactly. And so you kind of busting into this master bedroom. You guys, I mean, this all kind of is just kind of in the back of your memory. You don't know how you all know this, but this is where you kind of gain consciousness. Um, as you come into this master bedroom, you know that you have been hiding and sneaking around and have managed now to infiltrate this building and are now in the master bedroom of this um, largest house in South Figaro. Ahead of you, you see this table. It's just a small round table, one chair. Um, in the back of the room, there's a fireplace. There's a little hutch or like a, um, a vanity of some kind. There's a bucket over on the wall for some reason. Off to the left, there is, um, you can see kind of some bookshelves in like this little alcove. There's also a bed, um, but you see a man who is just sitting there um, at this table, kind of holding his head in his hands, and he is just kind of sobbing to himself. Can I just say, I love this game, and I've actually, <laughs> I've just started replaying it again. Wait, what game is it? In the US, it was Final Fantasy three, but it's Final Fantasy six, technically, from Japan. It's been a long time since I've played it, and I, I don't remember all of the parts super well. I love this game. So you're not going to breeze through it like you did Chrono Trigger? <laughs> <laughs> Here you are taking refuge in this master bedroom. You see there's a middle-aged rich man, and like he's like wearing a white shirt, he's got a red vest on, and it looks like he has got this bottle of wine and this uh, cup in front of him, and he is just sitting there and just drinking. You can hear him mumbling under his breath. Does he seem concerned at all that we're here? Uh, he doesn't seem to notice you. He just kind of seems distraught. He's like looking in his glass, swirling it around. Um, you can see behind him, there's another couple of bottles. You don't think this is the first bottle he's gone through. I, this, this place, I'm just going to throw it out here. This place is bonkers. All right. <laughs> we just came just down the hall. There was a storage room with two kids in it. And one of them was singing a jump rope rhyme about winding a clock that didn't even rhyme. <laughs> you literally, like, Pine, as you say that, you can actually hear from the next room over, just a little bit uh, further east, you can hear through the wall, you can hear this, this gruff voice saying, why won't these kids shut up? And then you hear this little girl's voice saying, wind the clock, wind the clock. And then you hear a little boy going, chunk, chunk, I'm in Magitek armor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Ah, no wonder this man drinks. <laughs> All right. Um, you know that at some point in here, there is a there's a way, a secret way to like the secret imperial um, kind of headquarters. Um, and it's also a way out of the city. Um, and this is kind of the last room to explore. So you see this this rich middle aged man sitting um, at this table, just drinking, mumbling under his breath. Hey, you. He looks up at you. We are two soldiers. Obviously, you can tell by our dress. And these two here are obviously merchants. You can tell by the way this one's always saying, hello, my friends, and, um, hey there. and, uh, and selling problematic potions. Do you want to own your own business? Would you like to work on your own schedule? Let me tell you about Mary Kay. Oh uh, he just kind of puts his head in his hands and he goes, oh, what have I done? What have you done? I betrayed my town to the Empire. All I could think of was the money. <laughs> that's word for word what he says in the game. Guys. I know, I it know. Is. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> okay. And he goes back to drinking. Well, if there's one thing I'm certain of, it's that we should look in every bucket. 
Be sure to check every single bucket and clock. Yes, every <laughs> pot you see. The clocks especially. The clocks are super important in this game. Uh, yeah, spoiler, anybody who's playing this game for the first time, check every single clock and you're going to have a ton of elixirs by the end of the game. That you will never use because you're always going to save them for later. <laughs> you're exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> when playing this game, I always assumed if I used an elixir, I was cheating. I should be able to beat the game without using elixirs. Look at you playing hard mode. Yeah, yeah, that's why they gave them to you, was so you could not use them. Quite the flex, <laughs> Paul. Quite the flex. So here you are. You're in this master bedroom. It looks like it's kind of a room, uh, like with a sitting area and a fireplace. And then off to the left, there's a little, there's a nook with like the master, um, like the bed, and then also a crate for some reason, and some bookcases. Hey, we're looking for the headquarters. Like, we heard that we can get down, we can get there from your house. He looks at you, and then he puts his head back in his hands, and he says... What have, oh, I done? what have I done? I betrayed my town to the Empire. All I could think of was the money. <laughs> money is pretty great. I use it to buy goods and services. <laughs> <laughs> You've said that before. Amazing. What? Oh. Well, let's look around, everybody. This guy's not going to say anything different. Is, there, is this a clock up in the corner here? No, that's like a like a, a hutch, a, like a little uh, like a little um, uh, like a vanity type thing. Not a vanity, um, like a closet. Are there any clocks in the room? No, I'm gonna go look in the bucket. Hey, yeah, go look in the bucket. Why don't you make an investigation check, Richter? Come on, big money, no whammy. I'll help you. Oh, <laughs> uh, if you give me advantage on that, Paul, I got a 14 on investigation. So a tonic, is that all I'm getting? Yeah, I was going to say, for this, for this episode only, you get a potion of healing. Basic. Woohoo! Pine, hey, Richter, um, I gotta yeah. say, you are doing a fantastic job of handling the anomalies of... Uh, uh, not anomalies, what am I thinking of? <laughs> I was trying to quote Bill and Ted. <laughs> but you're doing an amazing job of handling this strange universe we find ourselves in occasionally after big fights. <laughs> you didn't even bat an eye you just jumped right in looking for buckets i assumed this was just par for the course right yeah we usually have like a shared psychosis moment right after like important events in our lives and oftentimes we make a friend in here but i don't think it's this robot he looks and goes oh what have i done <laughs> Nah, he does not seem he seems like he's made some bad decisions in his life and i don't trust that guy <laughs> he was did it for the money. Yeah. Uh, Pine, as you enter in, like you, I see that you guys are kind of exploring the room. Pine, you kind of head over to the west a little bit where the bed is, um, and I want you to make a perception check. I got a seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, I hear, I hear, I hear wind. There may be a secret door in here or something. And I'll start looking for secret doors because this is what I love to do. Is anybody going to go help him? Because Pine is looking for secret doors. Nari will come along and, and help him <laughs> tap on the walls. Okay. Um, Pine, why don't you make an investigation check with advantage? Oh, geez. I'm still making. Okay. <laughs> nah, you know what? You guys are going to find it anyway. <laughs> hey, guess what, Sarah? You don't this get to play. This is where the episode yeah. ends. Sarah, you don't get to play. They never actually find. Oh, cool. I'm just vibing. I'm just listening. <laughs> uh, that's a. I got a 13 on my investigation. <laughs> okay. Hopefully that's enough. 
I think that's plenty because in the actual game, you literally just have to walk behind the bookshelf. Um, it's a perspective thing. Um, as you go into this room, you can hear wind blowing and it takes you a while to kind of pinpoint where it is. You can hear footsteps outside in the hallway of what sounds like soldiers marching back and forth. And at one point, right before, like you are kind of scrambling now because you hear footsteps approaching this very bedroom and you manage to find this book. And it, um, it says, um, uh, the autobiography of Emperor Gestalt. And as you pull on it, the bookcase opens up and there's a staircase leading down behind. We didn't have to alphabetize it? <laughs> <laughs> Man, this, this puzzle sucked. <laughs> All right, you can hear like some rattling at the door. Somebody's going to be coming in here very soon. Quick, let's go. I mean, even if it's just that nurse, that uh, jump rope rhyme girl, I don't want to hear that again. It's been stuck in my head all day. Wind the clock, wind the clock. I mean, I think I could take her, but yeah. All right. You guys go down these stairs. Um, it goes, you, you figure you must be below, because um, you were on the second floor. These stairs go down quite a ways. You figure you must be in a basement or a sub-basement of some kind. But you are in this kind of stone hallway. And it goes just a little ways uh, to the east, and then it turns and heads south. And as you guys are kind of exploring, you see that there's lights down here, so you don't like need to light a, a torch or anything like that. Um, but um, you can hear, even, just with passive perception of Nari and Roos, easily, you can hear some commotion going on. Uh, you can't hear voices specifically, but you hear something is happening down around the corner um, in that direction. Well, um, Richter and I are still dressed as soldiers, so maybe we should go check it out. Sounds like a plan. Well, here, here, Mr. Pine, you step forward. I'll step, I'll step behind you. Um, Richter kind of steps around the corner. Give us a signal if you need help. Ka-ka, ka-ka. <laughs> did, did Ebby teach you that? I'm trying to remember what that one means. <laughs> he did. I miss him. R.I.P. And I just did like the symbol of the cross IRL. And- <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> All right, Richter and Pine, uh, in your green and brown uniforms. Who was in green? Who was in brown? Do you remember? Uh, you said it. I did. I did <laughs> say it. Well, here's okay. Then here, how about this? Because I said it, and I don't remember, and you don't remember. You guys don't know who is dressed as the more superior officer. How's that? <laughs> oh, Touche, my lord. All right, that seems fair. There we go. All right, you can see that. This hallway heads to the south a little ways, probably another 30 feet. And then you can see it branches off to the east and to the west. All right. Look like we belong. March, uh, I guess, side by side. And we can, like, talk to each other like maybe, I don't know, like, you know. Like one of us is more superior than the other, right? (laughs) Give it a try. Follow me, henchmen. One of you needs to be the alpha male, and the other needs to be the beta. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll be the beta cuck. <laughs> the beta cuck. Um, at Richter and Pine, as you head south, you can see that this hallway kind of it branches off to the east and to the west. You can see that to the west, there's just a, some like some bookshelves lined up here. But if you um, head over to the east, you can see that the hallway actually has three doorways on the north side of this hallway. Um, and then it ends. Okay, sir, which, which door do you want us to go peek into? Well, you can hear noise coming from the first doorway. Let's go check out the first doorway. Magic and espers and emperor is amazing. (laughs) Ha ha. Chung chung magic (laughs) tech armor. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, as uh, um, looks like Richter, as you move up and peek in, you can see that there's like a there is like a, a cage, like a little barred off little window in the door, and you can actually look in and you can see what looks like two Imperial soldiers in brown armor. And at the back of the room, you see that there is a woman that is, um, she's, I, I don't think she's actually tied up, but she looks like she is um, a, a captive of some sort. And um, you hear one of the guards uh, kind of steps up and says, this is what happens to traitors. And what you see, this blonde woman, uh, you see a magic tech knight forged by the empire and tempered in battle. None have truly known the woman beneath the general's guise. Sarah, what do they actually see here in this room? Why don't you tell us about uh, the person that they see? And how to pronounce her name, please, because I was a kid when I played this and never learned how to pronounce it. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to ask you because there's like so many different people pronounce it different ways. I've heard Celis. I've heard Celeste. I don't know. Let's just decide on one. What do we think? I said Seelies. <laughs> I said Seelies too. Seelies. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm shocked that the twins said the same thing. <laughs> so, okay, I was looking up, uh, at, like, etymologically, I think that it comes from the idea of, like, celeste or celestial. Um, okay. So my guess at pronunciation would be more along the lines of celeste or celis, but I don't know which. Let's, Let's go celeste. celeste. Let's go celeste. That makes me feel like I got it right. We can always go with Seely too, if we want to. <laughs> Let's go with Celeste. I believe it's Chelesh. <laughs> it's Chelesh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you see a uh, woman, blonde hair, long blonde hair, blue eyes, and a sort of like headband around her head, uh, dressed in this white cape, a blue boots, and... Uh, this sort of very skin-tight, uh, green sort of leotard situation that seems very impractical for being held captive, uh, but she's got this very uh, stoic, sort of stone-faced, uh, very self-serious look about her. Dari's going to poke around the corner and look at that uh, skin-tight suit. <laughs> <laughs> it is tight. <laughs> it oh, is impractically tight. Skin-tight tight. leotard and go-go boots. <laughs> and that's what I always saw. I just, I needed to make sure my eyes could believe it. <laughs> there you go. Guys, I think her clothes are as tight as mine. <laughs> <laughs> Celeste is, is being intimidated by the guards and, and staring them down, trying to intimidate them back. And you just see a, a, a very subtle wedgie pick uh, of the skin-tight leotard. <laughs> <laughs> So as as this is happening, you see that the kind of the main soldier in here, he he looks up at you uh, at Celeste and says, so the mighty Celeste has fallen. Not as far as those who'd use their strength to attack the weak. And I spit on his butt. Wait, why is his butt like towards you? Is no, I said his butt. She I said spit foot. on his foot. I spit on his butt. No, I spit on his foot. He, he, uh, he kind of bristles at that. And he says, run that mouth of yours while you still can. Your execution is tomorrow. And then he turns around and looks at the other guard and he says, keep a close eye on her. And he starts walking towards the door. Quick, run. No, no, quick. <laughs> Both sides of the door and salute him as he goes by. <laughs> ah, yes. The door opens as this soldier comes walking out you guys both salute him and he does not pay attention to you at all and he starts heading to the west Ruth and nari what are you doing um i think i mean at 
this point, I think we were just kind of trying to hide around the corner. Is he going to walk right past us? Roos and Pine, you guys would know that he will walk right past Roos and Nari where they where you left them um, if he continues on in this path. So does anybody want to try to stop him or do anything before he walks and sees two merchants here in the secret Imperial base? Wait, if I remember correctly, <laughs> doesn't he walk straight down a dead end uh, hallway and disappear? <laughs> Don't ruin the joke. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, he does. Yes, he does. He's going to start moving, but, um, I mean, this is a little different than, you know, Super Nintendo. Okay. There are, you know... Uh, Actual humans playing Exactly. Me. So, he's going to start moving. So, Rus and Nari, what are you doing? Pine will say, Oh, sir, sir, um, what, what time of day is the execution set for? And I'll say it loud enough, hopefully, that uh, my, my friends down the hall can hear my voice. Okay. Is there is there a door around that we can, as we hear Pine say that that he's talking to somebody that we could slip into? Um, I'm just gonna tell you this: if you guys sneak back up the hallway where you came from, he's not gonna go that way. <laughs> okay, <laughs> then, yeah, I'll just I'll just like take a couple steps back using my sneaky feet. Uh, what's Roos doing? Do you want us to roll stealth? Uh yeah, Roos, you have a whole totally different option if you want to take it. Uh, Roos is just gonna like walk up to the ceiling and then like <laughs> hug the ceiling and like Spider-Man it like in the corner. This is the way. Really this give it is to the that way. ceiling. <laughs> That's right. With your with your spider boots. All right. Um okay, yeah, uh he turns to you, Pine, and he with says 17 stealth on the ceiling. Okay. All right. He turns to you, Pine, and he says, at high noon. And then he turns and keeps walking down this hallway past the bookshelves disappears from sight. Um, with his passive perception, Roos, he did not see you. Nari, you managed to duck back far enough around the corner um, that he did not see you either. And uh, you are now in this hallway alone. Um, Pine and Richter, you know that uh, Celeste is in this room with one of these soldiers. Her information will be invaluable to the returners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I think so. They're like fallen heaven, right? Uh, fallen what? Like exactly like oh. fallen heaven? <laughs> yes, oh, like, yes. Maybe 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 one is based off the other or something. <laughs> <laughs> maybe just a little bit. I I think we should probably save her, right? Yeah, I mean it's just the one guard in there. We can take him. Let's get let's get Nari and Roos down here too. I'll go to the end of the hall and call them. Nari, Roos. As as you come around the corner, Roos is saying to oh, Nari. Hell yeah. Um. So I have a wedgie real similar to that one that we saw on her, but my <laughs> tunic is a little lower. Like it looks good on her. Like, should I like raise my tunic a little too? <laughs> I think you should. Uh, do you need, do you need some help picking that wedgie? Because I'm sure there's someone here who's willing to like kiss your ass. <laughs> no, it's. It, I think it's not tight enough, actually. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I was gonna say your balls are sagging a little bit, but I don't want to, like, you know, mention it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the term for a camel toe on a guy? Oh, it's 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 moose knuckles. <laughs> oh yeah, it's yes. moose knuckles. That's That's right. Right. Moose knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, you hear you hear a voice call from inside this room. It's Moose Knuckles. <laughs> it's Moose Knuckles. <laughs> the most stoic, like. <laughs> All right. I think we found our ally. Yeah, I don't think any NPC would know what a Moose Knuckle was. 
Well, they, they haven't been really been responding to things we say. Well, no, that one did. Maybe that guy with the guy who said it was at noon. Well, he's gone. He disappeared down a dead end hallway. <laughs> well, it seems like this person is worth saving. She seems to know some uh, some good digs. Right? Yeah, her information could be very valuable to fall into. I mean, the returners. <laughs> 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 well, um, there's a door in front of you, and, and surprisingly, the door's not locked. Or actually, it's—I mean, it's got a lock on it, but it's open from this side. Let's do it. Yeah, Nari's gonna move on in. Bust and you, save the day. You guys move on in. Why don't you guys go ahead and roll initiative? Ooh. Hey, Nari got a net twenty. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. Roos got a fourteen. Pine got a 15. Uh, Richter got a 10. And Celeste got a 12. Okay, awesome. Well, then we will start here at the top of the initiative with Nari. Nari, you come busting into the room. You see this um, this blonde-haired woman up at the end of the hall. It looks like she's been uh, a little worse for wear, but I'm pretty sure she's still armed, right? No. I'm going to say... Uh... I, I can I have a I have an Eldritch Knight thing that lets me summon a weapon. So it depends oh, on gotcha. whether you want me to do that in or out of initiative. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll have you do it in initiative. Um, yeah. So we, you see that she's still wearing some form of armor of some kind. Um, uh, it just seems kind of tight. Well, yeah, it's a battle leotard. Classic. Yeah. Um, Nari, what's your what's your passive perception again? Uh, passive perception is twenty. Twenty. But also, how cute is she? <laughs> Like, on a scale of 1 to 10. Uh, we'll say on a scale of uh, 1 to 3, because there are... Th- are there 3? I would give... I would call her a 1. Uh, well, no, that's... Sorry, never mind. Man. I, okay. I would say what? she's... No, uh, how do I put this? I have no idea what you're even trying to say. <laughs> a scale of 1 to 3? I think she's the, I think she's the most attractive character, female character in the game, personally. Oh, okay. And that was the scale of one to three, and one was the... <laughs> She's number one. She's so, number one. She's on number one. On a scale of one to three... She's at the bottom at one as the most attractive character in the game. Listen, she's hot, okay? It's (laughs) Okay, well, I'm here to protect this this young lady. She's so attractive, I could see her on the stage. She rivals Maria, even. Oh my god, look at that pain line. She's not even pulling at her wedgie. Where's that wedgie? Okay, so... Um, all right, Nari, I think your turn is up. <laughs> so, like, the person, like, I'm assuming the guard is in some way antagonizing her? Actually, the guard is sitting in a chair. And he had no reaction to us coming in? Well, with your passive perception, you realize he had no reaction to you coming in. Um, I will mosey on over to the guard. Can I just, I don't know, incapacitate him? Um, he is asleep. He's asleep? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm going to go over to the woman then, and I'm just going to say, my lady, how can we help you? Hi there. What fresh hell is this? Did Kefka send you? Um, I don't... I, no one sent us. We are here to do right. Uh-huh. Hopefully. I mean, maybe he sent us. I don't know. Like, I, everything before this is kind of a blur. So we'll say, possibly. Sure. What are you with the? 
are you with the Empire? You're wearing Imperial clothes. Oh, this, these things? And I'll rip off my armor. I'll, actually, I'll just spin in place and they'll go flying off. Gari <laughs> will take off her sh- hair shirt. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, this doesn't mean shit to me, dude. Don't worry about it, bruh. Richter starts spraying water on her while she's doing it from his canteen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> She's wearing like a wife, a white wife pillow underneath, and just starts pouring water on her. <laughs> wow, you're 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 truly you're so damp. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! You just—I wasn't expecting a damp rescue. Are we? Are we? What's happening? What? Why are you here? I, I'm exhausted. I've been being tortured for days. I'm so tired. Oh my goodness, my lady, that is not right. And uh, Nari will do her best to untie this damsel. Oh, are you done? Do you not need me to put water on? Okay, never mind. He puts his canteen away. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Pine just got done pumping up his super soaker. It's like, oh, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a towel or something? That was a very moist untying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, at the end of Nari's turn, it is this soldier's turn, who suddenly leaps up from his chair and reaches for you, and then mumbles something and kind of falls back in his seat and falls back asleep. Does he mumble anything (laughs) intelligible? Cue victory music. You know, right before the other guard left, he said that he could stay awake for days with no sleep. And then here we are. Oh, yeah. He is out. Men are all liars. That's what I know. <laughs> way, way to get Sabrina to, Wait, to waste in that 20. <laughs> <laughs> is he just unwakeable? He's just... <laughs> you can't wake this guy up. You know it. Roos is going to walk over to him and just kind of shake his shoulder. Oh, as you shake his shoulder, suddenly something falls out of his pocket. Ooh. And as you look down, you see what looks like an old clock key. I know this one. This song's been in my head for hours. <laughs> I found a key. Rus is going to hand, hand it over to Nari and say, you seem to collect these. I do love keys. Where do we think this goes? You said it looked like a clock key. I guess we find a clock. What? What? What is a clock key? I mean, think about it. There are truly so many clocks around this house. It is bound to go into one of them. There are. I've seen like eight clocks already on the way on here. And they just have like locks on their doors. Like, what is a clock key? Existentially, it. no. It's one you use to you wind the clock with the. Uh, it, it makes the clock go. You you wind the clock. What? This is preposterous. No, see, Victor, see, poor people, see, poor, <laughs> poor people <laughs> can't afford clocks run by crystal technology, and they actually have to wind the gears like some kind of proletariat chumps. What <laughs> animals are these? Down with the bourgeoisie. <laughs> uh, it, sorry, let us introduce ourselves. Uh, my name is Pine. This is um, Richter. Uh, uh, if you want to introduce yourselves, I said, let me introduce us. My name is yes. Pine. This is Richter, Nari, Hello. 
and uh, and Roos, and I guess we're with the Returners. Nari's going to bow deeply and kiss the hand of this fine lady. <laughs> she blushes a little bit. <laughs> and, and looking directly at, um, at Nari, uh, she'll say, um, Hello, it's a pleasure to meet you. I appreciate the rescue. Uh, my name is General, for, former General uh, Celeste, and I, I suppose I am now the traitor Celeste. So, uh, pleasure to meet you, and are we leaving? General Celeste, we would, we would love to assist you in uh, leaving this place. Please let us know where we should go. Let's go check out the other doors. Honestly, I have no idea. I was planning to just sit here and wait for the execution, so. Man, that seems like a really bad plan, dude. <laughs> Honestly, you know, Nari's gonna look at the Bruce and go, Kira kind of is smarter. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if I get caught running, it's just it's humiliating. I need to I need to retain the pride, if nothing else. Um, is does this guy look like you could kill him in one hit without him screaming? <laughs> oh yeah, I could definitely do that. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> that is a no. These are not wieners. Okay, great. Then I will sneak past. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are in brown armor. These guys are not wieners. I was yeah. thinking about it, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you guys all exit this room and go back out into the hallway. There are two more doors uh, a little bit further to the east. And you can see that there's a door kind of halfway down the hallway, and then there's another door right at the very furthest east end of the hallway. Guys, I bumped into a wall, and now I'm walking through darkness. There's, There seems to be a path here, but I can't see anything. <laughs> That's Final Fantasy II. <laughs> No, no, there's no, there's one here too. It leads to like some speed shoes or haste ring or something. Oh, there is. I can't remember Down if it's here? in this room or not, but running shoes. I think they're haste haste shoes. Yeah, yeah, directly sprint below shoes. The, the door. No, not the sprint shoes. There's no, also not even ones sprint that shoes. Haste. Yeah, oh. the running shoes. What? Is it in this room? I knew, I knew there was. I knew there were a couple in the game, but I think there's something in this room. Yeah. Oh well, you didn't find it because I didn't. I didn't put it on the map. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Nari, you kind of go to that that second door down, and as you peek in, you see a much smaller room, um, and it looks to be empty except for the glowing of a little blue crystal in the middle of the room that, uh, you know, you just instinctively know you don't have to worry about that right now. <laughs> All right, let's keep moving. But we could pitch a tent in that room. <laughs> we could pitch a tent anywhere, my dude, but let's uh, keep on moving. Hi, Jesus Christ, sorry about this old man. <laughs> I say men are always talking about pitching tents he pitches tents randomly we just let it slide we try not to look <laughs> um, <laughs> oh gosh i mean he's literally a grandpa like you kind of just have to forgive him <laughs> right, right. he can still pitch tents he's amazing <laughs> he can pitch tents because we keep getting the, this cream and this pill for him every time we go to the to the temple <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> <laughs> you guys you guys are hilarious okay there's this last door the furthest door uh, on the east and um that's what we've got so again i mean the way that other dude left it just led to a, like a, a a blank wall you know i had no idea how he got out let's let's try this door and that's what i was saying before what your your celeste um yes we're with the returners and uh, i think that the information you have is being a former general of the empire could be very valuable to them. 
Would you be willing to collaborate? You're already a traitor. Why not, you know, a little bit more treason? <laughs> well, I guess I have nowhere else to go, so I will at the very least consider it. Um, and I, I would owe you my life if you got me out of this, so uh, perhaps. You wouldn't owe us. You would owe Nari. No, not us. Just just her. Yeah, just just her. She's like, she's our leader, you know, the brains behind everything. We just do what she says. You guys can't see me, but my eyebrows are going crazy right now. <laughs> <laughs> You you said you're a soldier. Do, can you handle yourself in a fight? Do you do you need a weapon? I happen to have picked up a random short sword in the past couple of days. I believe you mean regal cutlass. <laughs> I think I'll be fine. Um, and I as a as a as a bonus action, uh, although we are out of combat, I uh, summon this like huge great sword uh, to my to my side, uh, and it looks like this this magic great sword that just sort of appears out of nowhere. I say, I think this will do just fine. Damn, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not a metaphor or anything. It seems like all of you are sort of <laughs> prone to having your minds in the gutter. This is just, it's just a sword. <laughs> not me. I'm, my mind's, yeah. Um, by the way, I am still giggling over here when Jordan said, don't you mean Regal Cutlass? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What a Regal Cutlass. <laughs> that is the sword she comes with. Oh, that's right. There's this last door at the end of the hall. Well, leader. We might as well bust it in. All right. You bust in through the door and I'm going to put you all, everybody move into the room. Just kind of stay close to the door. Pine, I will put you in right here and stop right there. I'm going to switch it up a little bit from the normal game, because as you bust into this room, you see crates and boxes and chests, and you see a clock on one wall and a clock on another wall. You see urns and uh, all kinds. This looks like a storage room of some kind. But you also down here, you see two more Imperial soldiers in brown armor. And as you walk in, they say, Holt, what are you doing under here? And <laughs> not under here. What are you doing in here? <laughs> <laughs> Underwear. Oh, I see what you did. <laughs> We're going to roll initiative again. Roos got a 22. Hey, Nari got a 10. Pine got a 15. Richter got a 7. And Celeste got a 15. Fantastic. All right. At the top of the round, we have Roos. Roos, you see in this room, it's kind of, it's kind of, a, um, it's not very, very big. It's probably about uh, 40 feet across um, and only about 25 feet um, kind of north to south. But you see these two soldiers, they look like they're wearing brown plate armor and they each have great swords in their hands. But it's your turn first. Okay. Roos is going to step. Can I get over this or is that like blocks terrain? Um, you have boots of spider climb. You can just walk over anything you want. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so I'm going to stand on the wall here um, behind Mr. Pine. And I'm going to throw... That's right. Yeah, you know. And I'm going to throw my chakram at the nearest guy. Cool. And that will be a 16 to hit. That will miss. It bounces off the plate armor. Then I'm going to pull out my pocket lizard and I'm going to throw GG. <laughs> and see if I can hit with her. No, it's really a lizard he keeps in his pocket. <laughs> yes. For a 19 to hit. A 19 will hit, yes. 
Is that a new token for Gigi? It's adorable. I love that token. That's so cute. For nine force damage. Nine force damage. Fantastic. That was uh, casting Gigi's bright blue, bright blue tongue. And that'll be my turn. Perfect. All right. Roos, your turn is up. It is now these Imperial soldiers' turns. One of them comes rushing up and stands kind of on top of this crate and has three targets to choose from. The other one rushes in and has two targets to choose from. So the first one is going to take three attacks, and we'll see who he's going to attack. It's either going to be Roos, Pine, or Richter. It will be... Pine, Pine, you have three attacks coming your way, plus nine to each of these attacks. That'll be 12 or 24 or 25. The 24 and 25 will hit, yeah. All right, the first one is going to be, oh my gosh, 23 damage. Oh my God. Oh crap, <laughs> dude. Holy cow. Oh, I should probably take a, a short, a long rest before we start this, shouldn't I? <laughs> the second one will be 14 damage. So a total of what, 37 damage. All right. Good heavens. The other one is going to attack at either Richter or Nari, and it will be Nari. Nari, you have three attacks coming your way, and that will be, ooh, a natural 20, and then a 21 and an 18. Uh, the 18 won't hit, but the other two will. Okay. So first ooh, off. Um, oh, no, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. I missed. Go ahead. I, I forgot that I had taken a different paladin. Thing, I was going to impose disadvantage, but I can only reduce damage. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Honestly, don't worry about it. I'm kind of a tank. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but I also got a lot of junk in this trunk in case your character wants to... Uh... <laughs> oh my goodness. No, <laughs> Stop flirting. Stop flirting with the guests. <laughs> I got a free reaction, so I might as well do it, but uh, in a minute. <laughs> Alright, so for the first one, okay, we're going to do this. Oh, golly, this is going to be pretty brutal. Uh, we have got all this damage coming. We're going to double this dice. That is going to be 20. Oh, that's not too bad. 22 plus 4. That's 26 damage on the crit. And then oh, no. the other one will be 14 damage. So a total of 40 damage with those two hits. I'm going to reduce that by 7. Nice. Aw, thanks. I always knew I liked this girl. Always. <laughs> She's always been the love of my life ever since I met her five minutes ago. Talk about Kira like that. This is just some side piece to a Mike Smash. <laughs> <laughs> Kira is who I'm about. You don't need to roll an insight check to know she's down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pine, it is your turn. Initiative 15, go ahead. Pine's like, what's going on here? And uh, he'll take uh, two swings with his Tabri Ambassador's Blade. Okay, it looks like at the one that's already been hit by Roos once. Yes, yeah, the, the, well, who was attacked by Roos, yes. Um, so the one to, just to the north of me. And I will roll a 24 on the first hit. That'll hit. Okay, and he hit pretty hard, so I'm going to return the favor. That's 14 piercing, one cold, eight radiant, and then I will say, Unleash with precision, Swordmaster's Fury, and uh, do an extra, just a level one, extra 2d8 damage. That's another 10 damage on top of that. Wow. Okay. First hit. That's pretty dang good. Okay. And then for my second swing, I get a 27 to hit. That that will hit. Nice. Seven piercing, five cold, and only one radiant. Okay. And I'll save some spell slots. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. Good round. All right. Anything else you want to do? Bonus actions or anything? 
I would have done it before. I should have done it before, but no. Celeste, it brings us to your turn. Celeste, you're kind of tucked back in uh, by the door, uh, kind of surrounded by these uh, your new allies. Um, but I don't think you need as much protection as they might think you do. No, I don't think so. I, I'm going to rush over here and uh, you can move through allies, right? Yeah, just it, it costs double the movement. But this room is so small, you can basically get anywhere in this room. No problem. That's fine. I'm going to be here. So I'm within within reach of, of both of these guys. Mm, actually, ooh, yeah, I'm going to go to the west of uh, this one guy so that I'm, I'm just in line with this one guy and not both. <laughs> gotcha. Don't want to be a target for both of them. I get that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I'm going to cast uh, Wrathful Smite, uh, and which means next time I hit with a melee attack, uh, the attack deals an extra bit of psychic damage, uh, and they also have to make a wisdom save. So first, uh, I'm just going to try to attack uh, with my greatsword. Uh, that is going to be... I do love a woman with a greatsword. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a 23 to hit uh, for that first one. So... Yeah, that definitely is. So that's... Okay, so that is... Uh, they'll First of all, they'll have to roll a wisdom save um, at DC 14. All right, uh, that's a natural 20. Dang, they got it. Okay, and then um, they are still going to take... Boop, 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 boop. Okay, great. So it deals six psychic damage plus... Uh, uh, that's a plus... 12 uh, slashing damage. So 18 total. Yes, and then that's the first attack, and then uh, second attack will be 27 to hit. That'll hit, yeah, yeah. All right, this one doesn't do extra psychic damage, but that's going to be uh, 17 extra slashing damage. <laughs> oh my gosh. Nice. All right. Awesome. Oh, and I'm going to th- uh, I'm gonna th- throw... No, I won't. I'll throw a Divine Smite on there. We're good. Okay. Awesome. Okay, very good. I just need to say, Paul has rolled three nat 20s already. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that's me. That's me. Honestly, my least favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a LOL JKN. I am always trying to uh, mess things up. That's right. Okay, Nari, it is your turn. You're kind of further south, and you're kind of only in um, base-to-base with one of the guys, the, guys who has, the guy who has not been hit yet. Absolutely. I am going to take my axe and go at him for a 21 to hit. That'll hit. And that does 8 damage. Then I'm going to go again for a 26 to hit, which I'm assuming does. For sure. Oh my god, I'm not rolling well for another 8 damage. Um, And then my third hit is going to be... 19 to hit? That will, yes, that will hit. Nice, okay. Oh my god, it's for six damage. I don't roll that one again because you are, um, yeah, that's that you rolled a one, so you're great, great weapon master. Oh, gotcha, yeah. Uh, so for 17 damage. Oh my gosh, that's, that's more like a it. Big difference. <laughs> uh, how's he looking? Uh, the guy who you were attacking looks relatively okay. The other guy looks like he's uh, he's definitely bleeding from multiple places. He's uh, below half hit points. Okay, so I'm gonna go in at this guy just so I don't have to deal with him. I'm just gonna use my like second movement here, and I'm just gonna go at him again for an 11 to hit. That misses. He's wearing plate. He's got AC that 18. Sucks. What a stupid. <laughs> All right, so a 24 to hit uh, for. 15 damage. Nice. And then for a 
23 to hit. That'll hit. 10 damage. Nice. Oh my god. And then a 12 to hit, which doesn't hit. So that's that's what I think I'm going to do this time. All right, Nari, your turn is up. Now it's Richter. Richter, you actually have, uh, you're kind of in between both guys. You can attack either one. The guy to the west looks more beat up, but Nari put a pretty pretty big hurt on this other guy that's a little bit further to the east. Um, Let's go ahead and see if we can't double up on the one that's been beat up already by Pine and Celeste and Bruce. It was actually GG. Oh, GG, <laughs> my bad. Yes. Stop giving credit for the things you do to your to, to Squire and Gigi. <laughs> yes, Scott is very good at letting everybody else take credit for Roos's actions. Aww. This is kind of the way he wrote the character, but I love it. Uh, yeah, Richter will turn and with a with a swashbuckler's laugh, go ha ha, and will take a swipe for an eleven to hit. Really <laughs> throwing the heat. That will actually miss, believe it or not. <laughs> and then Pine goes, ha ha. <laughs> Shut up, Pine. And a nat one for a 10 to hit. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Pine is wearing off on Richter. It looks like I'm the spooniest bard here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Richter, is there any bonus actions or anything you want to do? Are we moving on to no, Roos? No, no, that's, that's all he's got. Okay, Roos, you are up. It is your turn. You are still kind of back in the corner by Celeste, um, close to this one that has taken a bigger beating. Okay, so Roos is going to attack that that same one that everybody has kind of been dogpiling on with his dagger. All right. For a 14 to hit, that'll, that'll miss. miss. I will come back with my chakram as an offhand and, and throw that at him for a 20 to hit. That'll hit, yeah. So that'll do nine force damage and 10 precision. So 19 damage total. That'll be my turn. Oh, you're not going to bonus action and move. Oh, you already did your bonus action. Yeah, I. it, it makes more sense for me to hit because then I get the precision where Gigi wouldn't. Yeah, okay. No, I get that. Um, so Gigi's just kind of floating. Oh, by the way, um, Sarah, Gigi is a tiny little um, skink with a blue tongue with um, wing Ooh. flaps between uh, between her legs like a flying squirrel. Only she's a little lizard. Yeah, she can I glide love around. a little critter. <laughs> yes. And now in this circumstance, Gigi is a spiritual weapon. But sometimes Gigi also is a um, is a uh, what, healing Potion. word. Potion yeah. delivery service. <laughs> she, she carries potions. Yeah. Often a lock pick with her tongue. Yes. You know what that tongue do? Yeah, she picks she locks can... with her tongue. <laughs> she contains multitudes. Oh, yes. For sure. <laughs> All I can think of is Gigi's like, I am Legion. All will bow to me. <laughs> <laughs> she is many. I mean, she's definitely the most interesting character in our podcast. The, de- obviously the cutest. All right, it is now um, these uh, soldiers' turns. So the first one that's going to go, the one who's been beat up even more, is going, he's got four targets to choose from. So we have three attacks coming at Celeste. Celeste, here are three attacks coming your way. Looks like a 24, a 27, and a 20. Okay, wait, let me uh, check on what shield would make my armor class. (laughs) (laughs) 24, 27, and 20. 24, 27, and 20. Nah, that would only... Negate two of them. All right, go ahead. Okay, Hit me. Hit you. All right, here we go. We are going to attack at you. Um, it seems like he's lost some of his uh, strength. Yeah, so he's not going to hit you as hard as he did before he lost half his hit points. So the first one is going to hit you for 11 and then 13. So that's total 24. And then 15. 
So that's a total of, I think, 29 damage. Yeah. All right, and now the other soldier who has a little bit more stamina left, he's got two targets to choose from. He is going after Nari. Three attacks coming your way again. We have a 22, a 21, and a 27. Oh, heck, those will all hit. Oh, golly. Okay, you ready? 20, no, sorry, 18. 16. And oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, see. 25. I I did roll my endurance and I do subtract five. Oh, hell yeah. To whatever you're about to give me. Okay. So you subtract five out of 59 damage. So you take 54 damage oh. from those three hits. God. Oh, that would take me out. Well, I feel, I feel not great, but fine. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm not even close enough to you to reduce it. Oh, uh, <laughs> I would say 20% <laughs> if I had to guess. She's doing not great, but she would never let Celeste know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely, I am fine and dandy. She's trying to shake it off. She's like, nah, we're good. Do we have some time. stretches over here? She looks so hot taking a hit. <laughs> <laughs> she just sponges it it's amazing <laughs> is this a valentine's day episode holy cow everyone's a little horny tonight yeah soak up them hits yeah pitching tents and <laughs> pine it is your turn oh geez okay i'm going to take a couple of strikes with my sword the first one is a dirty 20 to hit that'll hit 13 piercing, 2 cold, 1 radiant. Okay, so a total of 16 damage. And let's go ahead and use another Swordmaster's Fury. Unleash with precision, Swordmaster's Fury. And I do it, oh, two ones on the dice, so that's another two damage. Okay, well, this guy is looking very hurt. Yeah, that, I know. I was hoping that that would be enough, but... Um, okay, second attack is going to be... I rolled a 17. I am going to use my disciplined focus to add a 10 to that. Okay. You hit with a 27. Yeah, I do. Uh, That's 14 piercing, 6 cold, and 6 radiant. What happens to this guy? Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... I mean, it, nothing again, nothing um, super flashy because we're still in, you know, in combat. But it's just uh, the, the rapier um, does a feint, draws his draws his guard away. And then he's able to find, a, you know, um, the, the lower half of his face is completely uncovered by his helmet that seems to cover his eyes with no eye holes. And it just goes um, right through underneath his chin up into his head, quickly draws nice. out. And then I'm going to move over to the other side of the remaining uh, soldier with my movement um, and kind of uh, flank him with Richter. So I'm on the east side and Richter's on the west side. Awesome. Very cool. Great round. Okay. Uh, Celeste, it is your turn. The soldier in front of you has fallen down dead. Uh, there's only one left in this room. Great. I, uh, in my blue go-go boots, leap over his body <laughs> and go uh, to north of this this other guy. Uh, and I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to attack once with a booming blade for a 20 to hit. That'll hit, yeah. 
great. Okay, so uh, the great sword itself did 13 slashing damage. With a booming blade, it did 14 more. And then the Eldritch Knight has an ability where you, if you use a cantrip, uh, you can attack again with a bonus action. So I'm going to take a second great sword attack. And that is a... Oh, I can't see what it rolled to hit. A 20. Nice, 20 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, for 14 more slashing damage. Nice. Man, hitting like a dump truck. I love it. <laughs> How's this guy looking? He's, he's hurting. All right, fantastic. Awesome. Well, very good, Celeste. And then that brings us now to Nari. Awesome. So Nari will hit for a 12 to hit, which I'm assuming does not. You are correct. And then she will come in again for a 15 to hit. That'll miss as well. Oh my plate goodness, armor. what the heck? Yeah. They got plate armor. A 25 hit. Oh yeah, that's right, third attack. That will definitely Ooh. hit, yeah. So that will do nine damage. How are they okay. looking? They are looking, they are below half, yeah. Cool, well I will use the Axe of the Adjudicator and I will say bow before me you sons of whores and they need to make a wisdom <laughs> DC 13 save. Oh, a natural 14. <laughs> Showing off your Dom cred. Yeah, I am, I'm trying to be impressive here and you guys are really making it difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. Oh gosh, well, rolled a natural 14. So uh, he saves. Devastating. Heck. All right. Well, Nari's just going to keep fighting. <laughs> All right, Richter, you're up. Um, she's not really that worried about this dude. She's just a little embarrassed. <laughs> Richter's like, I must have failed my blitz input on that last turn. Here we go again. And oh, we're going to go ahead and make some attacks. Ah, uh, ha ha. 24 to hit. That'll hit, yes. Um, For 13 damage. Okay. Is he still? He's still. He's still standing. Still standing. Okay. Uh, then I will, instead of having that be a normal attack, we're going to have that be a sword tech level one dispatch and use my <laughs> sword master's justice <laughs> to yeah. smite this guy. Fantastic. If you wait long enough, it'll be a cleave. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Gotta wait a few more rounds, though. All right. So I need to do uh, 6d8. Oh, my gosh. There we go. Uh, 29 damage. Ooh. <laughs> nice. And what does that look like? Uh, I mean, he kind of pulls out an absurdly large sword and then like has this weird wavy come behind him. And then he just jumps into the guy. Doesn't even swing the sword. It just kind of like shoves the sword into him and then bounces right back to where he was. <laughs> and with that... He falls to the ground, and we will cue victory music. Woo. Roos bursts into jumping jacks. Guys, I don't know what's come over me. I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here you are in this room. Here's the deal. You guys can actually hear kind of footsteps moving around down the hallway. Um, you guys know that you have to act fast before more soldiers appear. Quick, loot the chests. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that, Richter? That's not something they teach at the School of the Sun. Yeah, the Returners have really got their shit together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, search the room, everyone. We got to get out of here. We have that clock key. Is there a spot where we can use it? 
There are two clocks in this room. Which one isn't working? The one that is basically here right close to the door. The one in this first in the first section of this room. Don't forget the treasure chests. <laughs> Richter <laughs> pops open a treasure chest and finds another um, regular healing potion. Yes, I'm going to give all those healing potions to Nari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Nari, the key right there, that clock. Do it. Nari's going to stick that key into that clock and see what happens. So technically this is the clock over here, but that's okay. You 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 see that this clock is not running, and as you put the key in and start winding the clock, suddenly, cha-chunk, cha-chunk, it moves over. Actually, no, the, the armoire next to it moves over, revealing a doorway that leads <gasps> to a staircase. And as that opens and you start moving through the staircase, you all can hear boots come pounding into the room that you just left. And you know that you guys are being hunted now. So we're going to fast forward a little bit as you make your escape through some more secret rooms of this house and out the back and out of the city of South Figaro. In order to get back to the Returner's Hideout, you have to run to a cave and get through the cave uh, and then to another portion of the land of Figaro. Uh, but first off, you have to get through the South Figaro cave. So here is what I'm going to allow you guys to do. As you guys are moving and trying to stay away from Imperial forces, I will let you guys each take a short rest. Okay. And use whatever potions you want. Woohoo. All 11 hit dice. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Well, I know that Nari took a beating that last round. Yeah, I'm not afraid of using my hit dice. Well, especially not in a random save game. Let's be let, let's be honest. The uh, the consequences of failure here are pretty slim. Sorry, Celeste. If everyone dies, it's not the end of the world. Hey, that's that's okay. <laughs> yeah, you just reload the save. <laughs> that's right, Bryson's save. Our cousin Bryson. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. No offense to anyone named Bryson out there. But I'm like, who would get in trouble so bad that their parents would take away all their video games? Bryson. Yeah, definitely Bryson. It's, it was it was always Bryson. <laughs> All right, um, here we go. You guys are moving through this cave. Um, all the way through this cave, you can hear like behind you, around corners, you hear people calling out, hey, this way, I think they headed this way. And you can hear the, the boots and the creak of armor as these Imperial soldiers are following you until finally you get, now here. Do we, do we hear rumbles too as we go through this cave? Make a perception check. Because we do. We hear rumbles as we go through this cave. <laughs> it's a 22. Yes, you definitely hear rumbles as you go through this cave. Everyone can hear them. And um, uh, last time, well, you guys didn't go through this cave, but you know that for whatever reason, the rumbles are not normal in this cave. But you know that you're kind of in the last area of this cave as you come out of the doorway because yeah, there's doors in this cave for some reason. You pop open this doorway and you can see that there is like this pond, this kind of like pool uh, over in one corner. And then there is like a, the, the, the cave kind of turns into a tunnel that heads to the south. And you know that the exit is just right down at the end of this tunnel. But you also know that this pool might um, give you some benefit if you drink from it. But there's a turtle in it. <laughs> it's not very sanitary. <laughs> there is a turtle just pooping and crapping and you know and living in this water. <laughs> That's where the magic comes from. 
<laughs> I'm gonna use I'm gonna use divine sense to check for parasites. Okay. <laughs> As you detect this water, what you what you gather is that if you were to drink from this water, it would give you the benefit of a greater healing potion, but you can only do it once. Let's flirt this down. Well, I'm all healed up. Yeah, Nari, are you still? Is anyone still below full health? Well, I'm good. I feel totally fine. Yeah, we don't need the turtle poo water. <laughs> there is a parasite in there, undoubtedly, uh, but you can get healed from it. So, you know, it's sort of a double-edged sword. Yeah, isn't that how you, like, people lose weight? They get the parasite and it makes their stomach not work right? It gives you the runs, but you get abs. <laughs> <laughs> from your gut being clenched all the time. As you guys start moving down south through this cave, uh, down this tunnel towards the exit, suddenly the rumbling gets louder and louder and louder until busting out of the side of the cave, you see this massive machine. It looks like some weird, I don't know, almost motorcycle. It's purple. It's got these big metal wheels and these big, huge claw arms on either side. It's got spikes coming out the back and it is blocking the exit from you. Instantly, Celeste, you recognize tunnel armor. This is a new Magitech suit of armor that um, the Empire has been working on and it is here in this cave blocking your exit. And we are going to roll initiative. One. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to bleep you so many times this episode. <laughs> All right, let me add you in then. You rolled a one. For two. I rolled a one for two. <laughs> <laughs> she got twice that, Paul. Uh, Pan got an 11. Roos got a 13. Richter got a 21. Uh, Celeste got a 13. Awesome. So I think that's everybody. Let's get this organized. And here we go. At the top of the round, we have standing up near the pond, we've got um, Nari and the boys plus Celeste. And down at the bottom, kind of at the south end of this tunnel, you can see this massive purple motorcycle thing blocking your exit. Richter, it is your turn at initiative 21. All right. Richter will kind of uh, do the, the Minaree's salute, which doesn't make any sense in this universe, but he's doing it anyway. And he says, your sins are exposed under the light of the sun. Mark of the dawn. And he will mark this as his uh, enemy for judgment. And then pulled out with his other hand, his dueling pistol, um, which apparently can fire multiple rounds because he's going to go ahead and take three shots with his dueling pistol. <laughs> it's a very good dueling pistol. <laughs> That would totally be cheating if you went into a duel with a pistol that had like three rounds. <laughs> <laughs> First shot is a 15 to hit. Yes, a 15 does hit. <gasps> it really does? All right. Oh, yeah. This is a big, big machine. Okay. It does. Uh, it's a total of 12 damage then. Okay. For the first hit. Next hit, a 12 to hit. That's not going to do it. Actually, that will barely hit. Really? Oh my goodness. Are you kidding? Do you do you want this thing to survive more than two rounds? This is all based off of a template. Oh no, we'll see if you guys can survive two rounds. <laughs> That's 10 damage. And then the last one is a 21 to hit. For sure. For seven damage. All right, anything else Richter's gonna do? Is the template a Tarask? 
This is not a Tarrasque, no. Anything else Richter wants to do? I'm going to move forward a little bit. I'm going to move forward like 15 feet and then stop right there. Okay, perfect. All right. It is now time for... Wait, I think I just... Oh, no, it's time for Celeste. Celeste, it is your turn. Okay, uh, I am going to run the first 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 uh, down here. Uh, I'm going to cast Ray of Frost, just a little icy, icy cantrip for... Does a... Oh yeah, 15 does hit, right? Yes, it does. Nice. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be 17 cold damage on this thing. Okay. And then I am going to... Uh, I, I think I can do this. Tell me if I can't. But because it's a bonus action and one of these was a cantrip, I'm going to misty step the rest of the way to this thing. Yeah. And use that uh, Eldritch Knight thing where you can uh, use... Oh, no, that's a bonus action. Okay, never mind. I'm just going to misty step down to this thing so I'm ready to try to hit it when it comes. Fantastic. I realized what I forgot. Um, yes, Celeste, that's fine. That's great. Um, because of my mistake, Celeste, you are safe from the layer action. Ooh. Kaboom! There is a huge explosive like cacophony of rubble and, and debris falling from the ceiling as this tunnel armor has made this cave more unstable. And right in the center between where Richter is standing and Pine, Nari, and Roos, I need each of those four to make constant Constitution saves, difficulty 18. Nari and uh, Roos can add four to this. That's good. Oh, I don't like this. What was the DC? Because I got a 17. Roos got a 23. The DC was 18. Crap. With plus four, Nari got a 20. Yeah, Richter got a 10. So Pine and Richter are both deafened. Oh my god. Oh. Oh, I thought that dealt some damage too, but no, it does not. That was not as cool as I thought it was going to be. Okay, guys, it's all good. Here we go. Uh, it is now Roos's turn. All right, Roos is going to uh, tap Nari on the shoulder and say, my spells have weird names. This one's called Protect now, I guess. Um, I'm casting Warding Bond on you, so your AC goes up by two, and I take um, half of your damage. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. And then I will run up 30 feet. I will stand about 10 feet in front of Richter. Uh, legendary action coming your way. There are, uh, from where this um, motorcycle is, there are four choices. And it looks like it is coming towards Richter. Richter, a thunderbolt comes shooting towards you. Make a dexterity save. Difficulty 18. Okay. It would be an eight, but... What kind of shenanigans can you pull? I'm going to expend one of the charges on my ring of evasion. Yeah. To succeed and on succeed. the saving throw. Oh, that none of us wanted and gave to you. <laughs> That's right. You take 24 uh, thunder damage halved to 12. Whew. I'm happy to have that damage. Okay. All right, Pine, it is your turn. You're still way up north by the pond, and this creature is way down south, like 100 feet south of you. Yeah, I can't even see it yet, so I'm going to go ahead and go start running down here to try to engage it. So I have 35 feet of movement, so I can actually run just past Roos, and uh, I'm still not within range. So I'm going to... Yeah, I'll use my action to uh, continue running. Uh, I'm going to actually go past Celeste down to the west. So I'm kind of on the southwest corner of this uh, 
Magitech armor. Okay. Yeah. That's my turn. Awesome. That brings us now to Tunnel Armor. Actually, no, before Tunnel Armor, uh, before it's Tunnel Armor's turn, the last legendary action that it has, it is going to um, suddenly start blowing wind out of its exhaust ports, pushing against Celeste. Celeste, why don't you make a difficulty 18 strength save? Okay. Um, I should have stayed closer because then you could have added my charisma to your saving throw. Um, I'm going to use, I'll use Indomitable to reroll that. Okay. Ah, didn't make it still. 16. You are pushed back 20 feet, um, no longer in base to base, uh, next to Roos. Does that mean, I believe, does it get an uh, attack of opportunity since you left its threat range? I think it's forced movement does not provoke an attack of opportunity, right? Come on, guys. Give me this one. Okay, anyway, basically the move <laughs> action. Yeah. Get ripped. Okay, well, here is uh, the deal. That is the legendary action, but now it is Tunnel Armor's turn. The only target within base to base is Mr. Pine. Yes! Hey, everybody, look at me! I've made it up to him! Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mr. Pine, prepare to get wrecked. Okay, Diff here, the first attack coming at Mr. Pine. It, it shoots a... Um, a, uh, I guess in Final Fantasy VI, it's Bolt, right? Um, there is bzz, Bolt uh, of lightning coming, shooting right at you. Um, add 14 to this. That's a 30 to hit. That will hit. Oh, no. <laughs> that is, oh, this is going to be bad. That is going to be, holy shnikes, 47 plus 9. That is 56 damage to Mr. Pine. Okay. Are you still standing? Oh, yeah, you know, I healed all up. I, I still have, it, on a scale of 1 to 92, I'm at 36. Okay. Like, I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Doing great. I'm not confident that I understand scales anymore after Paul earlier. Uh, 1 to 3. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Another bolt of lightning coming right at you, Mr. Pine. That is a 16. He rolled a natural two and got a 16. Does that hit you? Oh that will miss, thank goodness. Oh, no. <laughs> that brings us now to the last um, character of the turn, which is Nari, way back by the pond. Nari, what are you going to do? All right, I am going to uh, run up, and I'm probably going to use double my movement, so that way I can actually run up to this creature. And I am going to stand next to Pine. I think that's kind of all I can do this turn, but rest assured, I will assault this guy next turn. Okay. I'm right there with you, Nari. All right, we are back up to the top of the round. Initiative 21, Richter. What are you going to do? You are still like 40 or 50 feet back. Yeah, so Richter will move forward. I guess you're 35 feet. 35 feet is all. Yeah, he's going to move forward like 10 feet, and then he is going to uh, yell out, The light of the day reveals all, and screw those Twilight books. Step of the breaking dawn. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to teleport up to be near the, uh, the monstrosity, and then he's going to go ahead and make some attacks with his sword a 21 to hit uh that will hit yeah for sure and this is he's going to also do sword tech one and do a dispatch on this but uh first <laughs> things first he'll do 17 damage and then he will go ahead and do his dispatch okay 18 damage from his uh from his smite 
his Swordmaster's Justice is what he calls it. Oh, that sucks. Only one of your dice was over half of the possible. Oh. Hey, this guy's taking now a total of 81 damage, I do believe. Not bad. Next attack. It's all right. <sighs> Only an 11 to hit. That will miss. Dang it. <laughs> AC of 12 on this thing. It's big. It's hard to I rolled miss. a two. <laughs> it's hard to miss this thing. Um, it's, it's really big and kind of ungainly, but it has these like these probes and things sticking off it that can just like I mean, do all kinds of crazy stuff. In fact, Richter, is that your turn? That's my turn. Legendary action uh, coming at either Roos or Celeste. It will be coming towards Celeste. Celeste, there is a Thunderbolt that's coming at you. I need you to make a difficulty 18 dexterity saving throw. <laughs> All right, my dex is not good. Let's find out. Uh, oh, 17. It's so close. Oh, gosh. That is going to be 23 thunder damage to you. Um, I'm going to use Absorb Elements to reduce that um, by one. <laughs> so how much? Man, that runic ability real is, really is bad, isn't it? <laughs> you know, I never used it in the game, but yeah. It's so good. How much was it to begin with? The... It was 23, so you took 22 damage, it's it looks sweet, like. Sweet, sweet, 22. But, that, but what's cool, though, is that your next melee attack, you'll get to do an extra damage. I'll get to do one point of extra damage. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. All right. Um, now, um, is that uh, OK? Now, now we have initiative 20, which is the layer action. And uh, last time there was a deafening boom uh, that deafened a couple people. Um, it looks like um, it is now um, going to. Uh, again, kind of like start blowing out exhaust from its ports and um, it's going to push, let's see, 10 foot wide. Okay. From its ports, it shoots a blast of air uh, north into the into the tunnel, pushing against Celeste and Roos, who both need to make strength saving throws, difficulty 18. Well, that's not great for me. Same. <laughs> what? I rolled a 19, so I got 18. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So, Celeste, you are pushed back 15 feet. Um, Roos, you managed to hold your ground and stay close. Celeste, you went from all the way up next to it to now pushed back, gosh, like 40 feet. Um, yeah, bonkers. Okay, that is now your turn, though, Celeste. Okay. Uh, look, I'm going to come in and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come in and misty step in there again. Uh, let me get in on this. Uh so I will, yeah, I will cast Misty Step to get 30 feet, 30, and then I will run in, uh, use my movement to come here uh, to the west between um, these other two guys here and uh, just to, to, to be near them. Uh, and then I am going to attack um, with my action with this great sword. Pine totally misreads the situation. He's like, hey, but not interested. But uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was never about you. It's send <laughs> <laughs> this way, Pine. <laughs> but I, I will uh attack using uh let's attack using booming oh no, not booming blade, regular great sword attack, twenty-five to hit. Okay, yeah, that'll hit, yeah, for sure. Uh great. Uh so that's gonna do uh eighteen slashing damage, and I'm gonna attack on wow, nice. a uh second level divine smite on there, I think. Okay. Uh extra fourteen damage. Uh, and then I'm going to attack again because uh, I got a second attack with that greatsword there. All right, that's uh, 21 to hit. Yes. Uh, 
for for 15 damage. Um, okay. And, you know, just for... And then, you know, because we're all... Uh, this is like an endgame fight. Uh, I'm going to action surge and attack two more times. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, jeez. Beautiful. I think, uh, I think that Sarah's figured out how this random save game thing works. Oh, two 13s to attack. So both of those oh. miss, I believe. No, no, they both hit. AC 12. They both hit? Yes! <laughs> okay. <laughs> you love to see it. Uh, all right. That first one is going to be 11. That second one is going to be 12. And on the second one, let's see what we're doing spell slot wise. Yeah, on the second one, I'll throw one more second level smite on there. So three more D8 for another 17 damage. Nice. Wow. Okay. All of a sudden, this uh, fight looks like it's not going to be as difficult as maybe I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Got him. Um, okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, with uh, the last legendary action of this round, um, it is going to, again, uh, use a gust of wind strength dif- uh, strength uh, to save 18 Roos. Oh, man, I'm not going to make this one. Nope, I rolled a 14, so I got 13 on the save. You get pushed 20 feet further back as the exhaust blows uh, in your direction. You are now much closer to the little um, the little pond, little spring of healing water than you are to the fight. But, Roos, it is your turn now. Okay. Say hi to the turtle for me. I will. I, I'll go and say hello. Don't get a parasite. <laughs> Roos is going to run up his 30 feet. He's still about 20 feet away from the action. I will pull out Gigi and say, Gigi, Mr. Pine is in trouble. And throw her out to Mr. Pine with a little healing potion. And you will t- you will get 11 hit points back. Oh, thank you, sweet girl. And then I will throw uh, a chakram at him. Okay. At, at the wall armor, not a pine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. For a 27 to hit. That'll hit for sure. That will do nine force damage and uh, and 17 precision. So a total of 26 damage. Wow. And that will be my turn. Okay. Uh, this thing is uh, smoking and hissing and all kinds of stuff. Pine, it is your turn. Oh no, this is a being a bad influence on the today's youth. It's smoking. <laughs> I'm more concerned about the hissing. <laughs> it's flavored vaping too. I can smell it. <laughs> what? What was that? It's your turn. I'm I, I'm no, I'm deaf. He's, he's deaf. He's deaf. I don't I wouldn't even hear the hissing. At the end of this turn, Pine and Richter are no longer deaf. Oh, oh that oh, was quick. Yay. <laughs> Just one round. Oh. I was having fun playing it. Oh, yeah, we were trying to learn sign language real quick. All right, so I will go ahead and uh, before I do any attacks, I'm going to say this blade lights of the firmament made manifest flare of the day star and uh, do my flare of the day star technique. And then I'll take a couple of attacks. First is a 16 to hit, which will hit. Yes, it will. So I do nine piercing, three cold, eight radiant, and an additional 12 radiant damage. And it needs to make a DC, oh, I just got a DC 16 con save, or it is blinded. Exploded. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Pine, as you go in with your first attack. Okay, this is, geez, oh, okay. Maybe I should have bumped up his AC. I didn't even get to hit it. I know, I hit it one time. <laughs> 
you guys drain that thing really fast there. Um, anyway, uh, Pine, as you strike it that last time, um, you can see the mechanism of this Magitech construct. It, it seems like it was maybe a some sort of a, uh, a prototype or something. It wasn't fully developed, and it starts to fall apart and hiss and smoke and explode and shake, and then boom, it is gone in a kind of purple wavy pattern as it disappears from the battlefield. Yeah. And we are going to cue victory music. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm doing jumping jacks again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So my, you're like some, like one of those like uh, puppets where you pull the string and then the arms and legs go in the air. You know what I'm talking about? Like that's, yes. what, that's what they remind me of. <laughs> Stop pulling the string out of my bum. Leave it where it is. <laughs> I look at the camera, fold my arms and put up one finger, but it looks like I'm flipping off the camera, but I'm not. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Edgar. Yes, that's a, that's, that, that's a deep cut. That's, that's Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As the smoke clears, uh, the way out of the cave is before you. Um, Nari and the boys and Celeste, the way is clear for you to get out of this cave, head north through the desert of Figaro and north to Narsh and past Narsh. I can't remember yet. You don't go all the way to Narsh. Yeah, we go to Narsh. Then we got to split up and do the three different parties as we defend the... That's right. That's right. Yes. Tritoch. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. You, 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 you manage to um, get out of the cave into this desert and you know that Narsh is just a short hop, skip and a jump away. But we're going to go ahead and turn off the game for now. I'm, I think Bryson is probably going to, his, his mom probably. You got to save the game. <laughs> you got to save the saved game. He'll be mad if we override his save. You're right. Bryson will be mad. And you don't want to get... Bryson is the kind of cousin that you don't want mad at you. <laughs> now, Bryson can suck it. Yeah, he has no shit. Bryson shouldn't have gotten in trouble with his no, parents. It's, no, it's true. <laughs> no, Bryson plays with fireworks. Bryson takes fireworks and takes them apart and makes his own fireworks. You don't want to mess with Bryson. <laughs> Uh, the the game cuts to black right as Celeste is going to plan a big victory kiss on Nari, but right before it happens. Oh. <laughs> so it never does. It's not canonical. Oh. <laughs> and she never did pick that wedgie. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you guys, this was so fun. Hey, thanks for playing some Final Fantasy VI with us. And Sarah, thanks for guest uh, being a guest, uh, a side piece. <laughs> side oh. piece. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, hey, uh, Sarah, is there anything you'd like to plug here at the end of this uh, very fun random save game? Yeah, hey, thank you so much for having me. This was such a good time. Um, I would like to plug an upcoming project that I'm working on, uh, another actual play podcast. Uh, it's going to be called Mage Hand High Five, and we are uh, working on a springtime release, so I will keep you all posted on the uh, the status of that, but it should come out uh, sometime in spring of 2023. Oh, fantastic. Awesome. I look forward to listening to it. Yeah. Can't wait to hear it. Thank you. And we'll make sure... Mention it when it does go live again when uh, uh, here in the future. So fantastic. Oh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for playing with us. And so, uh, and you know, go check out our Discord. You can chat with us. You can share your favorite moments um, from this random save game or just from this video game in general that we were playing. Uh, don't forget our Patreon. You can check out the maps for this and all of our adventures. And until we get together next time, we hope you have a great time. <laughs>